0: Let's get it. Meet my guys, we really lie. Lord forgive me, pay my ties. Please don't have me reach inside. And that's in the Keep the semi when I ride. Let off any when I drive. In the city, we gon' slide. Bet I be there pronto.
1: Next, you about to get into the culture chop. You know, unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard about the news about old pill Bill Cosby getting mm. out of jail on early release. Um, he did two years and some change for uh uh man was it oh, sexual two years? You know, two years? two almost 3 years. It was almost 3 years. It was almost 3. Years. It was almost 3 years it and it's minimum it. that she was supposed to be serving for 3 to 10 years. You feel me? Um for y'all that don't know uh Bill Cosby was convicted for uh was it sexual misconduct? I believe. It was, uh, I think I it was sexual yeah, hard. I think it was sexual misconduct regarding <laughs> you know, uh, a deposition where he made a deal with the judge that said that if he cooperated with the deposition in the civil case, that he would not have any criminal charges brought against him. And my understanding, there was another judge, you feel me, that didn't give no no cares about that and still charged him with the criminal, you know what I'm saying, uh, the criminal charges, of uh, implications that, you know what I'm saying, came out in deposition. Now, due um, to technicalities, you feel me? Uh, Bill Cosby was released because he did make a deal with a judge saying that he would not be charged criminally and now he's now, now he out of jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first story, you feel me, that you have kind of the backdrop, you know what I'm saying? A little bit of it anyway. The first question though is how do we feel about people celebrating Bill Cosby's release as a victory for the black community? I'm going to repeat that question. How do we feel about people celebrating the release of Bill Cosby as a victory for the black community. How y'all feel about that?
2: Um, two things. I Two ways that I feel. The first way I feel is disappointed, is embarrassed, right? And I, And here's why I feel embarrassed. Um, I know there is a huge component of blackness and of our being and of our essence and even just kind of human nature to be like, I don't care what they think about us. I don't care whatever, whatever, whatever. And to an extent, I don't. Like, materially, I don't give a shit, right? But at the same time, You know, the whole, I'm rooting for everybody black. I'm not. There are certain black people I'm not rooting for. There are certain black people I'm not aligned with. There are certain black people who don't move how I move and never will. And I don't ever anticipate aligning myself with them. And so it is embarrassing. For people because you can say it's a personal victory for yourself, you can say it's a victory in and of itself, you can say that justice prevailed or some you know random arbitrary bullshit about the system that don't work right. But when you attach it onto to all the things that black people are already have already done or are already doing to do things like gain autonomy and respect, be understood as beings who have sexual tendencies and not over-hypersexualized people who don't know how to control themselves, like you are feeding and falling right back into a fucking stereotype that. I, I hate that I loathe, particularly about Black men, right? Like we are talking about Black men and their inability to control their urges and their sexuality and to try to, to conquer and have conquest on. And a bunch of them, it's just, when I think about this whole, I just, I do. I cringe at what other people hear because it is confirmation bias and it satisfies a lot of the bullshit that they already think. So I'm disgusted or embarrassed. The second feeling that I feel is disgust. And that's because, and I don't know, I didn't go through the work of like seeing if they were real or not, but I kept seeing like club flyers, like club promos where Bill Cosby released, we turning up at this place and that place. And and it's just like, you just look like how far gone are niggas? Like the gall, like what is in you? What made, what is, what is your heart made of? What is your mind made of to be like, the nigga bill is out. Yeah. Not only could you, you, you couldn't just celebrate it to yourself. You couldn't just text a couple of your buddies. You you had to go to an establishment and throw a party and be like, bro, that's violent as hell. And I just be wondering where people's heads is at when I see stuff like that. Now, again, I, I couldn't falsify or verify, but I saw a bunch of different versions of in different cities across the United States come turn up, bill is out, bill free. Type
1: shit and my, it makes my stomach turn. Man, I'm gonna I'm start mine now for Picky Primus Life comment. Nowadays, I feel people, we lose so much as people that we grab it for straws for victory. Like, we don't get so mm-hmm. much that, that 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 we just grab them for anything. And I think that when yeah, it comes, it comes it to this, we even I feel like there's a lot of exposure of rape culture to me. that just show how it's cross-cultural. Black people, white people, Spanish people, Asian people, Native people, it's just kind of lost in the sauce of it. So I'm hearing people talk about the idea of like Judge Joe Brown, like these are bimbos, these mm-hmm. are rupees, they set themselves up. We got to hold these women accountable too. And in my mind, it's like, so y'all saying that if, a, 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 I guess, a regular woman off the streets Goes and does drugs with a rich man. If the rich man wants to have sex and she don't want it, he can take it. So y'all saying that if a if a if a if a if a, if a random woman go on the streets, go to a rich man's house and she don't want to have sex, it's because she's there. She has to give it up. I think there's a lot of things that people and remember they saying
2: what wasn't people on Cardi's head and on City Girls head for saying that that's what they did. That's how they do. That's how they. It ain't tricking if you got it. If you agree to take a pill with me, if you down to it, if you consent with it. I don't know if y'all see that movie Hustlers. Right. This is kind of similar. And they went off the deep end with it a little bit and, and got out of control with it because they did start slipping people's stuff. But a huge angle of them and their come up was drinking with folk who wanted to party, partying with niggas who wanted to show off the money, show that they had it, show that they was good like that. And then was able to, you know, get a come up and come up. So it's just like if women are you, 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 you hail and praise a man who does it. But when men, women find a system and find a way where everybody's having a good time, you're having a good time, I have a good time to all benefits. Then it's a problem, right? But it's real. It's 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 not surprising. It's just it's more than anything sad.
1: Ooh, and hey, two. Hey, y'all be on lookout tomorrow. I just been. I just put two and two together. Judge Joe Brown tomorrow. I'm on your ass, man. Remember what <laughs> she was talking about with Cardi B and how yeah. she was drugging. Remember you got on you got on Connie Brown's show and said it Come with her whole chest. She was talking about drugging her tricks and doing this and doing that. And now you defending. Now you defending Bill Cosby the trick. Come on. So you cool when tricks is doing what they want to do and taking advantage of whoever they're tricking with, but you don't like when the person they're tricking with is doing. I got you, Judge Joe Brown. Did you see yeah. how, how easy that was? And, and this is the reason, too, why this Bill Cosby stuff again is exposing rape culture all the time,
2: like clockwork. And I mean, it just it really every time I'm so grateful. You know, I feel like my Facebook timeline is is definitely curated for people I actually know. I don't follow any strangers or like look for people's opinions who I don't know. So, whenever we have elections, I'm really proud of this. Elections, uh, social issues or social kind of conversations that happen like this where you need to see how people are coming and stuff. I never have any friends that are like on the wrong side. I've never had to like unfriend people. So, I've already done a good, meticulous job at adding people to begin with. But that old Twitter timeline, boy you would be like, where are these niggas so I can stay away from them? Because the amount of people, the amount of rejoicing, the amount of excitement. And I I, I mean, I, I guess I get the idea of grasping for straws, trying to get a win anywhere you look for it. Christopher says, I understand on the surface why people are celebrating this as a win considering the justice system because otherwise defendants can get severely taken advantage of. But I'm just not willing to not do the critical thinking uh-huh. to, to, to go from point A to point B uh, intellectually to be like, but. This is uh, a thing that we do not I need mean, gotcha. And Christopher gives us the butt. I, I, I spoke too soon. The comment just came in, but this is a situation where Cosby admitted to the egregious crime he committed in the civil case and now uh, can't be criminally pro- processed for the crimes he admitted to in a criminal court. And that is where I will always hate the slippery slopiness of I'm always love it when it benefits a nigga that I'm on the side of. Right. I'm always be a fan of the law. But situations like this, it will just always outrage me that a system exists where you can admit to doing something like dragging, drugging 20 some odd women. Let's not forget about the cases that were thrown out because they timed out or aged out of the statutory system or were no longer uh, able to be tried. Or for the people who never came through and said nothing because it was Bill Cosby and they didn't want to go through the the media charade and parade that happened around all those things. I I will never. You know,
1: five or more, four or five, four four more women that didn't come forward.
2: Come on now. And I'm supposed to be excited about a system, you know, that is designed to do that. Like, I can't even be excited when it works in the favor of people supposed to let off because it lets off dirty niggas like this. And hey, friend, what's up? My best friend in the building. Hey, girl. But yeah, it's not terrible. (laughs)
1: And <laughs> he goes to two two more things I add into this if I get to his next question. The first thing is in 2004, Bill Cosby had an infamous speech called the Pound Cake Speech, where he talked about black people cannot blame what like cannot blame what's what's holding us back on white racism. It's a personal and cultural issue. That's what he said. I find it funny now that niggas is now blaming his personal personal and black rich cultural decision on being able to take advantage of women on the white racism i think that it's very like it's to me it's very you feel me not only contradiction you know what i'm saying to me it's like a very 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 uh that's what i'm looking for here oxymoron like, you know just oxymoron yeah Oxymor didn't he say that niggas should be held accountable for their actions Come on. And be here responsible and pull their pants up and, and, and stop blaming white folks. How are y'all now blaming the white people for his actions of drugging women? You feel me? And then the second thing is, to me, it just comes down to this. We, we recognize that the system always has a way or the system tends to have a way of creating uh, injustices towards Black people, specifically, you know what I'm saying, towards Black men. Mm-hmm. I think we can acknowledge that While at the same time, acknowledging that this right here was not one of those times, even if you want to acknowledge the technicality, because here's what I know about poor black people. If poor black people been in that same situation, this technicality or him having the funds to be able to get the lawyer is not going to happen you know what I'm saying so you still have to have an intersectional lens to recognize that it's not just him being black that put him in this position he made a lot of money for white people and he still his his freedom he he he's has more he has more value free to a lot of white folks than he does yeah. you know what I'm saying? In, in jail yeah. so you can't just make it where it's just a, a, a analysis where you only want to look at him as a black person it's like hey it's a reason why he was able to get away for as long as he did
2: I mean, and let's not forget about the fact that he's a man, right? We need to talk about this issue. Intersectionally. We we are there touching on it in terms of the Cardi component or whatever, but there's a lot of, you know, power that comes with being a powerful man. Now, was he about to buy NBC? No, that has been debunked. Did he send a huge donation to Howard? No, it was actually Spellman And they returned that particular donation. And so a lot of people have, you know, delegitimized a lot of the stuff that he does and who he is, but his presence is able to be resilient because he is a man. Like Jeremy said, at least Cardi uh, for example was upfront about the stuff that she was doing and how she was kind of navigating the whole tricking situation, but Bill portrayed, p- portrayed himself as an upstanding good guy while chastising black people, which is why you're going to get all the smoke and all the smoke you get, you deserve, right? Uh, Christopher says a normal person would not have ever gotten that offer. Also keep in mind the person who made him that deal is on Trump's legal team as well. So surprise, surprise, the people who are getting him off are a part of the same kind of uh, um, uh, legalistic, political legalistic network that likes to double cross, that gets over on people, that has hands in pockets, that have the ability and the access, the resources to navigate any sticky, sticky situation they get into. I know for a fact, Bill Cosby went to jail and they sat in some proper room, put their hand on their man's shoulder and said, don't worry about it, Bill. We'll get you out in eighteen between 18 and 26 months. You know what I'm saying? Some random shit oh, yeah. like that. i was just like, whatever, whatever, whatever. It's not over. Just keep your head down, buddy. Don't worry about anything. We'll try to cause them many problems. Da, 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 da. Whatever. I know COVID hit. Don't worry, Bill. We're working as fast as we can. We already know. Our people are working over here. We haven't forgotten about this. And when niggas, when the average nigga gets sentenced, we did everything that we could. We'll try a couple of pills. We'll try to do that and the other. But how many times on this very show have we talked about innocent people who are proven innocent and still subjected to stuff like the death penalty because it don't matter? The truth could be in your face, the facts could be in your face, and the law is still gonna do what it wanna do, right? How many times have we talked about people who know no evidence, no witnesses, witnesses recanted, things have completely changed, new evidences, and you still going?
1: You're you hey, about
2: to be subjected to the death penalty.
1: This is a perfect way, Toya. A perfect way to segue into this second question. You know what I'm saying? Toya talking about the law doing what it does. In terms of this case, in the law doing what it does, what message do you think it sends out to survivors of sexual assault?
2: That even in the moment, the fleeting moment of peace, of closure, of justice, that you still can't loosen up and be comfortable because there's always going to be an ability for some shit in a system that we exist in to be overturned or to be turned up. They're also, and we're going to get to you know the comments around this, but no matter how right You can be seen in a court of law and be proven in a court of law, the court of public opinion will always be something you have to live through twice. And so these women are now having to live through their trauma again because of this decision. It wasn't just Bill Clinton who, you know, had a change in his life. He was in there and now he's like his life changed. Now people who thought that they was able to sleep a little bit better, whose nightmares went away, who was finally able to live their truth, who came out of the shadows are now sitting here looking like for what? And I did that for what? Oh yeah. And I'm going
1: to do that for what? Oh yeah, man. Like Hannah Chris said, victims of sexual assault would not come forward now. I think oh, there's man. a big, big there's a there's a reality that we have to come to grips with that says that when people come forth, especially depending on the stature of the person, that you know what I'm saying, have they accusations against or have they, you know, what I'm saying grievances against who, who they coming at, it makes it hard for them to be believed and or to be supported because of issues like this, instances like this. So I imagine, you feel me, if I was a survivor of, you know what I'm saying, sexual assault, you know what I'm saying, that that that, that I would feel like, you know, a slap in the face. I would feel like nobody really give a damn about me. I would feel like if I hadn't come forth, like this, probably the good reason why I shouldn't, could be, I'm um, saying, come forth because I don't want to have to relive that or have to have that stuff off. You know what I'm saying? And then I think that for the conversation about black people celebrating the victory of, uh, uh, I'm saying, of, 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 weird, of weird, mm-hmm. to me, it's like, what message are you sending to black women uniquely that survive sexual assault? Because in my mind, it's like there's a hierarchy of care, a hierarchy of value. You feel me? If Bill Cosby is able to get away, you know what I'm saying, with violating white women, how do you, how, to me, how, did, how does that make black women feel protected? You feel me, my mind? Like they understand, I feel like my mind, black women, y'all understand y'all, you know what I'm saying? The world don't care about y'all as much as they care about white women. Mm-hmm. So the world was able to say, Bill Cosby, get away with it, but white women, imagine how black women feel. You're a black woman, so go on and tap in. Like, what you, you know what I'm saying? Like, am I tripping on this line of thought?
2: And I think one of the most disheartening things about, you know, if I can compound this conversation, what you're saying with the feedback from other black women, it's just like, damn, not only does the world minimize our concerns and care about us the least, they're least concerned with avenging our issues or being our heroes or saving us from bad situations, but there are even black women like me who still don't get it, who still can't wrap their mind around it. We're going to talk about one in particular here in a second, but I think that is the hard part is to look at people who look like you and be like, damn, you still don't see my struggle. You don't get it. I knew they wasn't gonna get it. I knew the law and the ability for them to avenge the bad thing. I knew that was always gonna be up in the air. But I'm looking at my own people, and they have made me a laughing stock. They have memefied me. They have made jokes about it. You know what I'm saying? I watch a lot of, I listen to a lot of political um, analysis. Um, Y'all know I love NPR. Y'all know um, I read like different um, and listen to different just now news. People who talk about kind of you know communication, media, just 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 whatever. And I don't remember where I came across this, but they talked about how the Bill Cosby uh, story and the jokes gripped uh, our social news and kind of comedy uh, filter for such a long time. Right. You know, it was almost like you because you couldn't watch a comedy show and escape a Trump joke. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of similar to where you could almost couldn't watch something or read something that was supposed to be for entertainment or comedic purposes and escape a Bill Cosby joke. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that shit becomes super violent to black women who want to laugh and want to be entertained and want to watch something in peace, too, and not be constantly reminded that, you know, they say Bill. and, And here's the thing. Bill Cosby got a lot of money, and so that makes him harder to peg down and capture. But the more popular you are, the, the more popular you are, the bigger the target on your back should be. So when that mother finally get hit, you think it all right? We are, we finally moving somewhere. We got the big fish, and then no, it still gets to swim away. You know what I'm saying? Like that is traumatic. That messes people up for a long time, and particularly black women who are constantly reminded that they are not devalu- they're valued, they're not valued, and rather devalued in the system. It's a painful reminder
1: yeah and uh and uh, and uh, before we get into that uh, uh, question about that specific black person, I feel like Vance you feel me for a specific I feel like a great question. He said I want to ask y'all a question based on what we understand of rape now in regards of being under the influence does hookup culture foster casual rape on the spectrum um I'm gonna say yes i'm gonna say I'm gonna say yes even recognizing that there are uh consensual hookups, you know what I'm saying. And that a lot of times people consensually agree to it. Um, I still recognize that consent is on a spectrum, that if I say, you know what I'm saying, yes at 1201, at 1202, I can say no. I recognize how you feel me, being under the influence or having your judgment impaired, you know what I'm saying? How, how, how it literally fosters those murky gray ugly violent areas and situations where we're able to necessitate gender violence or necessitate the sexual violence period regardless i do recognize that i think it's like one in seven men also experience sexual violence as well you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying so it's just like to just just keeping that in mind i mean
2: and yeah my answer is a a quick yes as well i think hookup culture you know what what lee said is called affirmative consent And what it means is that consent can be revoked at any time, but rather that it's also the responsibility of parties involved to make sure throughout steps that it's constantly being affirmed that things are okay. When you have hookup culture, you have this perception that we we, we get down. You know what I'm saying? That's what's going down. We're going all the way to the end. If there ain't really no stopping in the middle, that why are you even playing games? Um, you know, as a as a millennial, I got a couple of these little apps on my phone, and a lot of them is cut and dry. Is you with it or not? Why is you playing games? What's the conversation? And I'm just like, nigga, I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not here for that. But a lot of it is. Make it plain and say, Okay, so get get on around here. So when you have rape culture, something that's as quick as a oh, we like each other. That must clearly mean we want to get down. I mean, when I see you, there's always really this mindset or this idea that it's highly likely or possible. Yeah, it creates a situation where if I decide somewhere in the middle that I don't want to do this no more. Does that mean I was on some bullshit on Tinder or on bull, some bullshit on Hinge or on some bullshit on Bumble or on some bullshit on whatever, and now I'm going to be fake to this person because I knew what it was when I showed up, and I knew this was just a lookup shit, so now I can't say no, it came back. Like That's a lot of pressure being injected into an interaction, and that creates the perfect storm, the perfect environment for somebody to be violated because of what is the norm of that culture, that hookup culture, you know what I'm saying? And let's not forget how, in order to get the nerve, the audacity, the backbone to do a lot of that shit in hookup culture, guess what people like to be? Altered. They like to be a little bit faded. So now you've opened up yourself even more to uh, consume something you didn't plan on consuming or to over-consume something you didn't necessarily thought you, you thought you knew your limits on or to, you know, try to overly impress somebody because you do want to seem like a fun person who's just down for whatever, and now you taking shots with this nigga and can't keep up, and now it's a bad situation yeah. for everybody Involved, you know what I'm saying?
1: That creates a very, very sticky situation for and I just want to say this before, before I put in cool. too. Before Plug say anything, I was gonna say this very clear. Just because you meet up with someone and you're doing alcohol or you're doing drugs, it does not make it where we can ignore consent. Just because two parties get together and they agree to drink or they agree to get high or they agree to drink, whatever they're doing, it does not mean that it's because we we two agree to get our judgment impaired. It does not mean that you have the 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 the, the go the green light to have sexual relations.
2: And by the way, just because we do that and we kiss, don't mean we gonna do that and I'm about to touch it or you about to or just because we do that don't mean you finna stick it or don't mean and this because you do that don't mean you finna do it how you want to do it or do it like. Affirmative consent means every step of the way as things escalate, people mutu- are mutually concerned with the direction that things are going in. That ensures that you know you're able to say or able to be like, Yeah, I want it. even I did, but I wanted to stop there, and that person kept going. That's yeah. where the violation happened. Yes, that's right too. Just because yeah. y'all get something started, you can be butt booty ass naked. If it's dead, yeah. it's dead.
1: Dead, hey, you make that statement. And candy, in, in, in the uh, was the? If I can hear once, I can hear twice. I that no, not at all. A, it was a hot song. It was a hot song. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But listen, get your ass in trouble too. You feel me? It's yep. because you got some once. That don't mean you can get some. <laughs> real
2: cool for all my people who <laughs> pretty that men can be raped as well. But for all my people who you know don't recognize that things can happen in there, but they can be violated along the way. Make sure, uh, shoot. I don't even remember what I'm about to say. Hey, just make sure you stand on your toes, don't let that get past you. Um, and as much as things should be, common sense is not right. So, make sure you are okay and, and check marking everything.
0: So, oh, yeah, don't think it. it's
2: corny. a lot of people think it's corny to have these conversations. I don't give a shit. stop in the middle. We're of not. You are. are you good with this? Is this cool? You good? We, we still on the same page, yeah,
0: yeah, stop in the <laughs> yeah. So. uh, I think what's important to note uh, because we typically look at it from the perspective like when we like what people used to do in the past is like this was acceptable when you know this is what Bill Cosby and him did type shit. What people is forgetting is not it's not a question of limiting somebody else's actions. It's more so empowering another group of people who always got the short end of that stick. You know what I mean? Like because for guys that question of coercion was like a part of the game. So like it, it sound fucked up, but it's like, we we were taught a lot of rape culture. We was taught a lot of rapey shit. Like, and, and like niggas, it's like niggas don't want to deal with that, but that's the reality, bro. Like that shit is suspect. When you think about that shit now, yeah. I mean, like if, if you put it in the context and, and I know it, it shouldn't, it, it doesn't have to always be about somebody you related to, but simply putting it in the context of if, if the way that you move if somebody was moving like that with your daughter somebody that you cared about because it's easy to be like well nah you know we used to do the thing and used to yeah that's that's easy to you know what i'm saying to, to justify your thing but then it's like as a father if niggas is moving like that with your daughter is that appropriate so it's not a question of well like we it's it's, it's like checking boys it's more so letting other people know like letting young girls know or letting people know in general you don't have to do that. Like the, the, the peer pressure behind it, the, like, well, you know, come on. Like, nah, like that it's, you are well in your right to say, no, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that's empowering for another group because it, it's always framed behind. Well, you know, man, you know, that's how we used to do it here, but it, it, but it ain't about, it ain't about that. Like whether or not you recognize what consent is, the people who are in those situations should be, should feel comfortable. And knowing like this ain't it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I, I I think that like if if looking at it from more of that perspective, again, like y'all was talking about with, with the the impact, the reverberation of seeing Bill Cosby get away with that, it depowers them people. Definitely. They they no longer feel like, okay, like nah, niggas do still get away with it. You know what I'm saying? Like it it will, I will be not only will I be ostracized. If I take it there, the person that did it, you know what I'm saying, will put me in that type of situation. Definitely, definitely. You know what I mean? And so it's like, it's when we talk about consent, it's not just a matter of like trying to teach this. That's half of it. Teaching consent to other people is half of it. But it's also knowing that, like, letting the vulnerable population know, like, nah, like, you are in control of that situation.
2: Yep. Also, be happy for the day we get to um, a place where people, people don't have to evaluate people's value based on. Family status that could be your daughter, your sister, your mama. What if that was your cousin? What was whatever? to be respected, that would be really freaking
0: nice. But but uh, look, the reason the, the reason why I say the reason why I use that example though is because we got to be real. There's a cognitive, there's a block. Like when when especially when when men are talking about women, like it's everything outside of like that 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 space. It's not in the same like. To, and, and again, this is not saying it's okay. Keep this conversation,
1: you know what I'm saying? This is the random conversation now, man. Ask this question and give a little context, man. So do you think that a person can say they care about survivors of sexual assault and celebrate the release of Bill Cosby? The reason why we asked, the reason why I'm asking, do you think a person can say they care about survivors of sexual assault at the same time celebrating the release of Bill Cosby? The reason why I ask this question is because Felicia Rashad is saying that exactly. Felicia Rashad is the person that played Mrs. Huxtable on the um, Cosby show. You feel me? And when Bill Cosby was released, she made a tweet and said that, you know, justice is being corrected. You know what I'm saying? This is a, a she said something like this is a bad characterization of justice and it's being corrected. And now she is also the dean of students, I think, of arts. Uh, dean of uh I think humanities and arts and something like that arts and sciences at uh at a uh, howard and uh, now she's you know what i'm saying god in some hot water so i asked the question again can you be a person that say you care about survivors of sexual assault at the same time celebrating the release of bill cosby and what do you think about Alicia rashad
2: no, she should be ashamed. I really feel like she should lose her job. And I think Howard is the only reason that she's recanted her statements up to this point. She put out there that thank goodness, uh, you know, miscarriage of justice has been corrected, whatever the hell she posted, then it turned around two seconds later and was like, Oh, but sexual assault, because they called her phone and was like, ma'am, madam, sis, you're a dean. And so I she can't get away from
1: the to to comments on that tweet too.
2: She had to, she yes, because she knew that you were and that's that's Where is I go back to black women and how they are a part of this on this ensemble of voices that are celebrating this and why that's so scary, because the aunties, the the mamas, the grandmas is the ones who have kept this stuff alive for so long. We are really going to be the generation that starts to hopefully blast a lot of the bullshit in our communities open and help facilitate a lot of the healing that we need, because a lot of our favorite people are the ones. Facilitating it. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't America's dad, and now she's showing that she wasn't America's mom either, because this that that take was just ass. You know what I'm saying? And like, I don't know how you I, I'm cause I think she's even re- released a third statement about her commitment to sexual assault victims and uh maybe even spoken on her position as dean. But I just don't know how she's gonna carry out her job and do anything outside of holding anybody accused of rape to the highest extent of that accusation without, because if she lets anybody get off with anything, it's going to go right back to this tweet she posted where it's like, oh, well, of course you let this person off. Of course you're not taking my accusation series. Of course you are. Your office made this decision. So you've just, you've messed up all of the authority and all of the credibility that you have in that position. And it's sad as hell to see because I was one of many who was excited that how it was being fortified with the best of the best as people, you know, our young people go and continue their education on a post-secondary level. But I was disgusted.
1: Yeah. And, and for people that the uniqueness, you know, what I'm saying that's going over. If the uniqueness going over any of your heads, all all universities, whether it's HBCU, whether it's a D2, D3, D1, they are hotbeds for sexual assault. So, the reason why people are up in arms about Felicia Rashad's comments is because she's supposed to be someone that people go to when they need refuge or need help or need, you know what I'm saying, uh, any aid in terms of dealing with sexual assault. So, now there's been kind of a, 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 broken, a break of trust, you feel me, in terms of people thinking that they can trust her and go to her and have her be a part of the entity that's supposed to help when they have to deal with sexual assault.
2: On an institutional level, it ain't just about you being a cool auntie that I can come to or can I trust you. Like, ma'am, you are responsible for thousands, thousands of people in the Howard
1: conversation.
2: In the conversation, huh?
1: Say, "How University is global. Yeah. Like, global. People come from all over the world to go there.
2: Hundreds of thousands of people, right? And you have put folk in a situation. It, what, what you've done, too, is demonstrated that you have not evolved even your understanding about dealing with these issues uh, in a way that is responsive to things right now. What do I mean by that? I mean, not only have you created distrust in terms of how you deal with women, but now even in terms of you would probably scoff at the idea that a man can be sexually uh, uh, assaulted, you probably wouldn't be able to wrap your mind around same sex, uh, sexual assault issues and how those things have played out. What about trans your transgender students. I would be skeptical about how you would attend to and do maintenance to those types of issues just because of how you treated this tweet. I would treat everything under suspicion because the moral compass that you have is not one that we share in terms of making sure that the the conclusions end up how they need to
0: be. It's just, it's not a thing. Yeah, man get it. me my guys we really lie lord forgive me pay my size please don't have me reach inside and that's a console keep the semi when i ride let off henny when i drive in the city we gonna slide bet i be there pronto